good evening, everybody, and welcome to the latest, greatest installment of Go Folk Yourself podcast, the podcast bringing you the great American folklore of the, these wonderful 50 states. Coming to you live tonight from the Go Folk Yourself podcast studios in sunny Orlando, Florida. Well, not quite live. Well, you know, as live as the internet can be. So not live. I'm live here with you. We're alive. We're alive in this wonderful, glorious studio with our hardwood floors surrounded by our mahogany tomes, leather, leather-bound leather books, and rich brown liquors. Here's a question. You yeah. said mahogany tomes? Yeah, they're... Uh, are they wooden books? They are books made out of wood, yes. They, those are the more expensive mm-hmm. ones for those of you that are book fans out there, or bibliophiles. The, so, the Not co- to be confused with petal files, <laughs> which are people that love flowers. That's a bold joke for a minute, in. <laughs> you guys may notice uh, that Dan and myself are unfortunately coming to you as a duo tonight. Yep, yep. I mean, look, Brett, you know I love you. I love you too, Dan. But something's missing. I know. Our uh, local bumpkin, Ethan Watford, got into a whole mess of what he thought were blackberries and uh, is now violently ill. Yep. I know. Poor guy. I know. No shoes on outside, eating berries off of bushes. Without a care in the world. Didn't think it'd make him sick. He's never going to get the stains off those overalls. I know. Which he never wears a shirt under and only buttons one clasp, exposing one of his man breasts to anyone that's available to view. Uh, I like the idea that this podcast is going to probably be about, what, one-third making fun of Ethan? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're all going to hang our straw hats and sheep of wheat and shame tonight, missing our dear friend Ethan. I guess it's uh, just me and you tonight, Dan. You, me, and Jack Daniels. <laughs> he always makes three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. so uh, tonight we're going to probably be covering, uh, well, I mean, not probably. What? Did, did, uh, yeah. Was he did fucking you? with us? I hope not. Was it Ethan? I don't, I don't know. Hang on. Hold on, go check, Dan. No! No! Absolutely no. not. Hey, guys, Ethan nope. told me I got a message. Nope. No. 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 Yep. no. Absolutely no. not. That... Go home, Victor. But I... Victor. I... Victor. Ethan told me the Tennessee takes it and go through. I had to do ADR. I didn't... Victor. What the fuck does that even mean, <laughs> None Victor? <of> us... <laughs> None of us know what that means. It, it's where you redo your lines again. Oh, I didn't mean we cared. Um, I didn't um, want to know. God damn okay. it. I don't... Victor, it was, a, it, was a, it was a one-time thing. Okay. Thank you for doing Tennessee while I was gone. I don't You're think we, I don't think we're gonna need you tonight. Uh, okay. Yeah. Can you? But can you make sure that my mic sounds good? Because I I don't know how to work. Yeah. Actually, how, how if, looking at GarageBand, are we doing all right though? Am I recording? You're you're recording off the your webcam, so no. But oh, I I, I, I think I can fix that in post. It's it's okay. Yeah. It's look. I don't need little, you coming around here. Pointing your fat cat finger, fixing things in post. For Dropping me. industry uh, terms. Whatever that and means, <laughs> Mr. Hollywood. It's, okay. Did, did you want me to fix it, or do you want me to go? Yes, goddammit, yeah, I want fix you to fix it. it. Okay. God damn it. G- give me a sec. Did, All right, we'll look. Okay. Side, sidebar, okay. sidebar, yeah, sidebar, yeah. sidebar. Huddle. All right, so we don't have Ethan, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm not going to try to pretend Victor brings some kind of folksy flair like Ethan does. No, uh, Ethan has that monk and charm that we love. Yeah, so... It sounded like you said mumpkin, by the way, which is a great word. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're getting sorry. distracted. Um, we could probably let, because he doesn't make us pay him. I know. He brought his notes, too. He brought his own mic. Yeah, and his own computer. And it's almost like he's been sitting here this whole time, and we did like a bit to make it look like we were introducing him. I know. 
I know. And he's <sighs> over there quietly laughing to himself. Guys, I, I am just plugging in this cable. That's all it says. It's not a whole product. I don't need to know what the fuck you're doing, man. This well, is you're good. I don't know what you're the really cable. Good, and I heard everything you said. Yeah, I could probably just let him. So, Victor, would you like to be our third tonight? Sure. Can one I sit time. in one of the chairs? No. No. Absolutely you have to not. Stand the whole time. Can I? Can I have the folding chair like last time? I uh, gave that away. Uh, okay. There are children. I. Not well, poor children. They did. We just children. There were children. We thought they could use a chair. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's for the children. So, yeah, that's fine. I mean, Ethan did give me his notes about the myth. So I. Oh, God damn it, Ethan! He, he did send me over here. It's not like he's tied up somewhere, not able to get here. What? Uh, nothing. No, he sent me his notes. <laughs> well, everyone, I am so sorry to disappoint you. Replacing local bumpkin is local Yankee. <laughs> Victor, the sound guy, who has taken over role as host for the evening. Well, not host. Co-host. Let's, let's not give him that much. Third co-host. Let's just say sound tech guy that we occasionally ask to speak on the mic. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's fine. That's Every fine. DJ has that. Yeah, that's great. He's our Carl Pilkington. Yeah, he's our Carl Pilkington. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, as you said that, that, that's a bit too real. We all know that that's Ethan. Oh, you're right. Ethan is our Carl. You're, you're like if Carl Pilkington had a brother that was never on the air. But <laughs> was standing behind the glass giving a thumbs up every now and then. Gotcha. Great. <clears throat> well, so, Brett, are, you want to you tell, tell everybody right. what we're going to talk about tonight? Uh, we are talking about God's country tonight. Maryland. This land of Mary. You have called almost every state God's country. I was about to say, it was like, <laughs> are we doing Tennessee again? Well, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and give a spoiler here. It's God's country is not one of the nicknames for Maryland. As the person who will be telling everybody about Maryland, you can say, you have, you have choices. The old line state, free state, little America, or America, <laughs> America. in miniature. America in miniature? That yeah. is a bold claim. Bold claim. Do they have a fi- little boot? But as you'll learn throughout all of this... Maryland is as bold as it fucking gets. How bold can Maryland be? It's uh, named after Queen Mary, I assume, which is pretty bold. I was going to say, you know her history. Yeah. You probably know it better than anyone at this table. Yeah. Mary, Queen of Scots. Yep. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Oh, probably not that Mary, I'm assuming. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, well, you know maybe. I, I'm not going to turn to Wikipedia on this one. I'm just going to go boldly in and say, yeah, it's the same. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Bloody Mary, the character from... CW's reign. I almost called it UPN's reign. What an anachronism. <laughs> uh, this is about a, as good a time as any. This is what, episode five? Episode five, indeed. Episode five, and uh, Brett has finally revealed that he watches the CW. Uh, that happened a lot sooner than I thought it would. <laughs> would you say it's your favorite network? I would say that it's one of my favorite networks. Great. Awesome. So uh, I think we can all agree on Little America. Great name. Okay, America, we're gonna great. from now on no God's country. We're Fine. talking about Little America, and in America, freedom of religion. <laughs> and freedom from religion. Absolutely. Brett, I can I can edit that part out and just put your God's country if you want to. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Victor. <laughs> well, taking no notes. Interestingly enough, we're talking about Maryland because that is the state in which I was born. What? Yeah. Wow. You were born. I thought you were adopted. Well, I mean, yeah, but ultimately you're born anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure how that works. Oh, well, 
That's a different podcast. I assumed so, a theater group just adopted you off the streets and you traveled the country. Yes. They're, they're and called this is the not circus. Your real persona. No, the circus is gone, sadly. Not, not when I was born. Oh, that's very true. In the 80s, the circus was well alive. <laughs> As opposed to now, when Ringling Brothers has officially gone out of business. Oh, is that official? Yeah, that's yeah, official. Yeah, official. Yeah, they lost their elephants and there went all their money. <laughs> that lawsuit that took away their prize of fighting elephants. <laughs> <laughs> don't think you've ever seen a circus. I have not. I uh, imagine the circus. That's kind of the gist of it. A clown fights an elephant and there's a lion and some fire. Yeah, and a dude that rides around on a motorcycle and he's like real sexy and he has kind of a sketch mustache. What? what? That's not What's what that? you guys think of? No. Nope. <laughs> What, but like the go? sketch mustache doesn't really weird you out. Like it's part of the appeal. But is there a lot of leather in the circus you go to? Yeah. In my imagined circus, there is quite a bit of leather. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't want to go to your circus. Uh, yeah. Pass. Certain crowds would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, though, well, before back, we get sorry. into Maryland, uh, uh, this, this actually ties in with the folklore. Brett, I... I I'm blindsiding you with this. I did not ask you to uh, prepare anything. Uh, that's absolutely fine. <clears throat> Blindside away. How do you feel about uh, the witches that are putting curses on Donald Trump? So as your local polytheist, <laughs> magic pr- practitioner, and occultist, I must offer commentary on that. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I am... It's a ceiling curse, by the way. I, I know it's a ceiling curse, Dan. I read the message board. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what that was. I Part of me loves the activism. Uh, part of me loves the uh, public displays of magic. Part of me also wants to recoil internally at the public displays of magic because that can bring an unwanted eye to the community. When you recoil, do you also hiss as you fade into the shadow? Yes, as if I've been exposed <laughs> to a bright flash of light or, the, or any Christian symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a fucking vampire, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna lean towards the positive on this, okay. more so than the recoiling. It's just the uh, any negative light that the media can cast on our uh, small section of the U.S. is usually not great, and it's not always the uh, best spokespeople to say the least, that get represented on television. Though the the question remains, how effective do you think they'll be? I've had this discussion with you already, Dan, and I do not think it is very effective because they will not have any physical part of Donald Trump in order to affect their magic. I personally believe that they would need a component of him or something dear to him in order for a ceiling spill to have any sort of effect. I'm, I'm sorry, listeners out there that follow the secret or that the universe will reward you for believing. But I think that there's some real work that needs to go into your spellcraft, not just hope. Hope isn't a strategy in sales, nor is it a strategy in magic. I mean, it worked for Barack Obama. That's true. And what a what a sell that was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> are you guys ready if I go ahead and uh, start telling you a little bit more about the uh, great state of Maryland or uh, Little America? Let's hear more about God's country. It's a... Uh, Little America. So first, I want to start with uh, Maryland's state motto, uh, which, as I googled the term, you'll find many people uh, calling it very sexist. Oh, hmm. very sexist. 
So I'm going to try to read this in Latin, and it will be butchered pronunciation. Well, Victor and I are going to guess what we think it means, <clears throat> obviously. Perfect. <laughs> Neither of us being fluent in Latin. All right, so the, the, the motto is, Fati Machi, Paroli Feminine. Hmm. Hmm. We are all men, and no women can vote. Okay. In Maryland. It's a good guess, Victor. I would say when she has a visitor, she goes outside. <laughs> <clears throat> you, uh, you both. That was really good. <laughs> that was very solid, but incorrect, nonetheless. Uh, it literally translates to "manly deeds, womanly words." What is that? Why mean? is that sexist? So, <laughs> so uh, it's not that it actually is uh, sexist. But so the different ways that people have translated it is uh, uh, strong action and soft words. Yeah. So <clears throat> the sexism comes from the. Maybe, uh, you are assuming that women are soft. soft. Uh, now again, not the worst. We've I ever feel heard. like women are smarter and have wiser words to say. And I believe and that was probably I... the original intention. Yeah, hmm. I, I'm sure it was. However, uh, feminine. Did not mean smarter, mm. meant womanly. Yeah. Ah, interesting. So probably in a, yeah, in a weaker sex term. Yeah. Get it. But don't let this dissuade you from Little America, because uh, there are some other aspects about this state that you may not know, and honestly, it is pretty fucking incredible. So first off, uh, do you know what the capital of Maryland is? Baltimore. I'm going to say Baltimore. All right, you're both incorrect. What? The famed location of The Wire is the, not the capital the of Maryland? The only city I know in that state? <laughs> Indeed, Baltimore, famed city of The Wire and homicide life on the streets, is <laughs> not the capital. The capital is Annapolis. Annapolis. Home of the Naval Academy. Huh. Oh. Like the U.S. Navy? Yeah. Yes. Huh. It's, a big, it's a big port town. Baltimore, though, is their largest city. I hope all those sailors wear condoms in that filthy port town of Annapolis. You know, I don't think if uh, if I'm, I mean memory serves correctly, I don't think semen like condoms. It's too hot. Can't breathe. That was a uh, solid semen joke. Wow, we had proud of myself. Man, we've hit a new low. Let's see how much lower we can get with this. All right. Uh, <clears throat> next, let me go to where's my notes here. Okay, just because I always love these little aspects, can you guys tell me what the state bird is the raven obviously because Edgar Allan Poe's from there probably the Baltimore Ravens or the football team you uh you chose the wrong sports team it is the Oriole or Baltimore Oriole is the state bird Um, what is an Oriole it's a little black and orange bird yeah okay they're quite pretty yeah it's not Oreo it is not an Oreo okay it's not uh did you know that Maryland also has a state crustacean (laughs) <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know that you could have one of those. Is it a hermit crab? No, it is a blue crab. Mm. And if you've never had Maryland blue crabs, my God, boys, when we take the show on the road, we will stop there. Is that what a lump crab cake is made out of? Normally, if it's a good lump crab cake. However, sometimes they're using also um, uh, king crab. Hmm. From, From Alaska? Those, indeed. The worst Maryland the, the, the worst subpar the big America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna go to a different level here, real quick. 
If you had to guess, what is the state sport of Maryland? Hmm. Cockfighting. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say baseball. Baseball. The correct answer, because Maryland is a classy fucking state. Oh, you didn't say it was classy. Hmm. Did I, I guessed cockfighting. Right? <laughs> it's Quidditch. <laughs> the answer is fencing. fencing. Really? Fencing. Really? Yes. Uh, which I, I also do remember shopping. that episode of The Wire where they do fence off. I do. I, now that I do recall that. That, that is how big, you settle beef that's in how the Omar streets. died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God beats. damn it. Omar dies. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, fencing, uh, which, uh, if, if anyone knows Maryland, you really thought it was going to be lacrosse. Lacrosse is like the sport they care about the most. You guys, I'm yeah. sure, love lacrosse, yeah. right? Big lacrosse fan. Huge fans. lacrosse fan. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured you would be. Um, Always on the quad. I'm really sorry that it wasn't. That, yeah. but I can I can snatch a mean ball with my my stick net. I think it's called a hoopty hoop. Ah, I'm just gonna move right on. <laughs> uh, if you had to guess what the state beverage of Maryland is, what would you say? Sunny D. Okay. Is it alcoholic? It is not. Get Brett oh, looking for fuck. more clues. Um, so it's a non-alcoholic <laughs> beverage that I would associate with uh, Maryland. Uh, Fago, keep in mind, Fago soda. It is not Fago soda. It, remember, it's a it's an old state, right? Root One beer? of the original colonies. What Tea? Would, what would they have called root beer back then? Slave water. Uh, well, first off, sarsaparilla. Oh, uh, I thought that was a uh, old West cowboy term. Oh, you might be right. Oh, am I confusing them? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Fuck right. it. We're the only ones Whatever. in this room. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the correct answer was milk. What? What? You <laughs> <laughs> can't declare that as milk, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk? Maryland's got milk. That's that's the, the state drink is fucking milk. Milk, really? It's like oh. words. Our state drink is, is water. Water. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take water. I wonder who claimed water. Because I, I bet know. one of these states got that first, and then everyone pissed. They're like, "What the?" I really fuck? hope it's like Arizona or some I state. It's like a desert. Uh, well, wait, where we'll was... bring them in? Because <laughs> we tell them the water. It's over everywhere. Where, what, <laughs> what was, where, where was the ill-fated Jamestown colony again? Virginia. Yeah, I hope Virginia got water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what the state dance of Maryland is? Tap. Okay, we got tap, and we got. Oh man. Oh, it's um, probably like a formal dance. I don't even think the waltz. That. Okay, waltz. Do you want to stick with tap or do you have another I'm gonna answer? S- I'm gonna say tango. Alright, you guys have forgotten that it's also the old line state, meaning this is where that Mason Dixon line was drawn during the Civil War. Yeah. Because oh, the state yeah. dance is the square dance. What? What? Absolutely. They're Yankees there. They don't square dance. Uh Maryland is a state very firmly divided between Yankees and Confederates. <laughs> it fell Yankee ultimately. Real close. Real close. Um, now, obviously, every state has one of these. Do you guys know what the state dinosaur of Maryland is? Wait, every state has one? I don't know. Is it I, Brontosaurus? It is not Brontosaurus. Oh, Thanks for just naming the one dinosaur you knew the name no, of. No, I honestly thought it was that. I, feel, I don't know. All right, is it a carnivore, <laughs> omnivore, or herbivore? Uh, I believe it is a herbivore. That's fucking lame. It is, it is a, a large herbivore. A large herbivore. And it's from the temporal range of early crustaceous. You know, that really narrows it down. <laughs> it, uh, it would for many. I'm a, fortunately, I'm a licensed paleontologist, and that is the one that has the three horns on its head, whatever that's called. 
The Triceratops? Yeah. The, Triceratops the, doesn't actually exist. Uh, it is an Astrodon. Astrodon. And that, long, pretty... It's got a long neck. And a... So it's like so a Brontosaurus. No. It's not. It's not it's, but... they're, they're different. We got we got a few more things to go through, guys, and then we're going to get into the actual uh, uh, reason you're here tonight. I'm here for the Astrosaurus. (laughs) It's the Astrodon. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Like I I literally just said it. Like I imagine a dinosaur that just hovers in space. The (laughs) Astrosaurus. It's just like as we found fossils in space. Well, if any state would, I tell you, it is Maryland. Little America. Little, little America. America. God's country. <laughs> I said the thing. I said the thing. God's little America. Hey, are you guys familiar with Maryland's state song? I'm not. I uh, know. I am not. <clears throat> uh, now, I can't obviously play it for us right now. Of course. Uh, that would sound terrible. Yeah. However, uh, Victor, make a note. If you could add this in uh, right after I'm done explaining the song. Uh the song is called Maryland, My Maryland. Now, interestingly enough, when you start listening to it, because you will, uh, when you listen to it, uh, it sounds like you're listening to O Christmas Tree or O Tenenbaum. <laughs> it's put to the same tune. However, it is important to note, uh, this song was originally just a poem. Hmm. I want to read you. Now, I'm not going to go through all nine stanzas, but I'd like to read you maybe like the first three, if that's okay with everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, Question. Are you going to read it to the cadence of O Christmas Tree? <clears throat> I can. Please. I can. <laughs> Just read with the cadence? Yeah. The despot's heel is on thy shore, Maryland, my Maryland. His torch is at thy temple door, Maryland, my Maryland. Avenge the patriotic gore that fleck the streets of Baltimore and be the battle queen of yore, Maryland, my Maryland. Hark to an exiled son's appeal, Maryland, my Maryland. My mother state, to thee I kneel, Maryland, my Maryland. For life and death, for woe and weal, thy peerless chivalry reveal. And gird thy beauteous limbs with steel, Maryland, my Maryland. Thou wilt not cower in the dust, Maryland, my Maryland. Thy beaming sword shall never rust, Maryland, my Maryland. Remember Carol's sacred trust, remember Howard's warlike thrust, and all thy slumbers with the just, Maryland, my Maryland. I'm just going to say, if there's trolls in Florida, they were summoned. Like the- <laughs> <laughs> that, that was epic. was awesome. And that is just three of nine stanzas. That is fucking fantastic. That's like a battle hymn. Interesting that you say that, Brett. I'm going to go over that first line one more time and explain mm-hmm. it. The despot's heel is on thy shore. In this song, or rather poem, when it was written, the despot was Abraham Lincoln. What? What? Indeed, this was a Confederate song. Are you, really? But they fought for the Union. Again, a very divided yeah. state. Weird. Wow. Mason Dixon line. Yeah. Cuts right through. Huh. But yes, Maryland State song is still Confederate, <laughs> Confederate battle. Confederate battle hymn. Wow. Wow. You'd think that, that would be kind of problematic now. <laughs> you would think. You you would think that like maybe they'd revisit that maybe just 
go with something like Smash Mouth's All Star. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> something. It's a real feel good, but it's safe. You yeah, know, exactly. no one's mad about All Star. Yeah, you don't love it. Yeah, but you're not mad about it. Wow, that makes me sad that our state song is a weird show tune about a river. Way down <laughs> upon the Swanee River, S- sung by the WB Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, just really when you when you reread all this because you guys were listening, thinking like, oh, wow, what a what an empowering. I song. thought it was about the British. <laughs> I really thought that. For that a was the sentiment that James Ryder Randall was actually trying to capture. Hmm. Oh, Abraham Lincoln was like George the uh, Third. Correct. Wow. He wanted uh, Abraham Lincoln to be the new Mad King. Huh. Don't think that people would agree with that now. No, in fact, I would say that that has been well forgotten. However, uh, the song, uh, out of context, just a great song. Badass song. Yeah. Badass, like, you would think Maryland is where the entire army comes from. I mean, it's the Navy. <laughs> it's the Navy. Yeah. yeah. And they've got, and everyone knows, Godless. no one has ever come up with anything about the Navy that is anything more than they are badasses. Yeah. There's no yeah, other rumors. No other rumors at all about what they do with one another at sea. Yep. Absolutely. We just lost all our naval <laughs> listeners. Let me just mark that down as a lost demographic. Well, you've <laughs> insulted the military, made several semen jokes, and uh, I made a, a pedal file <clears throat> joke. You did make yeah. a pe- You know what? On that note, uh, you know what? Let's just, let's just take a quick break so everyone can listen to Maryland, My Maryland. <laughs> Despot's heel is on thy shore. Maryland, my Maryland. His torch is at thy temple door. Maryland, my Maryland. Avenge the patriotic gore that fleck the streets of Baltimore and be the battle queen of yore Maryland my Maryland Thou wilt not
sisters on the plain Sick temper tis the proud refrain That baffles minions back on riveting body song if i may say so myself i am all amped up to fight for the confederacy i'm ready to fight some yankees yeah hell yeah <laughs> they already uh the confederates lost guys uh, well, that's already oh, just done oh, oh yeah yes yeah. actually probably for the better yeah definitely yeah i think, yeah, yeah, I think most so. people would agree yeah. okay fantastic so i guess that brings us to my section ladies and gentlemen Ooh. guess what we're gonna be talking about now Ghosts and ghouls. Ghosts and ghouls. I, I'm sorry, Dan is showing me the state seal of Maryland, which appears to have... Is it the South Surrender? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's going to look like far away. It's a, it's a caricature of Ethan Watford on the left side <laughs> holding a shovel, presenting the state seal of Maryland to that kind of sexy motorcycle guy that I described earlier. He's clearly a fisher mustache. <laughs> yeah, he's got kind of the sketch mustache, but... You know, you, you're kind of into it. But they're surrounded by a royal cape. It's But no king. That's hmm. really strange. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're welcome, everybody. Sorry, that got kind of derailed there. So, <laughs> ghosts and ghouls from this great state of Maryland, God's country. Let's see what we've got in store for us today, gentlemen. I'm going to take you on a little trip through the backwoods and twisting paths that little America has to offer. How's that sound? Terrifying. I mean, whatever. You can't. You can't just be whatever about my section, Dan. I gave your section attention. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Oh my God, I am enthused. There we go. Mild enthusiasm. That's all that I can hope to bring. So, what I'm if? Interested. What if, gentlemen, I told you that in the great state of Maryland, that you could find the one and only Spook Hill. Spook Hill. Oh, wait a minute. A... Didn't we just totally cover that in Florida? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Spook uh, Hill in Florida. <laughs> so, uh, actually, everybody. Is uh, there a Spook Hill everywhere? Apparently. I don't know. There's a, a lot of urban myths that mix up. Yeah, right? So, this is actually. There's actually I know, like sp- that Leviathan that Tennessee and Alabama keep fighting over. I know. One day they'll, they'll <laughs> get it. But uh, Maryland actually does have its own Spook Hill, weirdly enough, uh, which is found in Burkittsville, Maryland. Uh, and you know, for those of you that are coming back to listen tonight, uh, it's, you know, pretty much the same deal as going on in the Florida spook hill. You, uh, park your car and you can feel yourself going backwards. Oh, okay. So they push the car. So yeah. Didn't we just talk about that? I don't know. I just thought it was funny that there was a second one. That's How many of those short. hills are there? I don't know, but I'm keeping it count. Actually, now. as you say it, I feel like my parents told me about that hill. Like, cause they grew up in Maryland. Did you think they were referring to the one in Florida? I, now I don't know. Weird, right? Oh my god. I feel like the Maryland one would be more famous. Is it a bunch of kids that push you off a railroad track? Um, what? No. Not, not okay, there's, a, there's a haunted story. I can't remember. I, I solved mysteries. Watched it once where a bunch of children died on a bus. 
and they push cars off the railroad tracks. Like if you park your car, your car will get pushed. Oh uh, nope, actually there uh, there is part of that is correct. Oh, is that According part of that? Yeah. So okay. It's so not, maybe that's it. It's, so if you had to guess, uh, I know that you guessed children, but yeah. Dan, I'm going to let you have a stab at this. What do you think the thing that pushes your car is in Spook Hill, Maryland, and Bur- the great city of Burkittsville? Well, uh, what I will say, uh, knowing what I know about Maryland. There are a lot of very old, uh, let's say, manors, mm-hmm. and they have beautiful guest houses. So I would say the guests. The guests in the guest houses? Yes. Actually, uh, you would be incorrect. Oh. Uh, it would be the Confederate Army that is oh. pushing your car. Oh, wow. Mistaking How it do for, they even know what a car is? Uh, they're uh, mistaking it for a cannon parked on the road. Got it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's and they push it? So much more badass than, yeah. than children trying to save your life. Well, they weren't saving your life. They're... Pushing. Oh, no, they're pushing you off the train yeah, tracks because so, they died. The train doesn't like smatter you all over the place. No, like I'm sorry, the... I like the idea so much more of Confederate soldiers being like, "Well, that's clearly a cannon. Push her, boys. We're gonna get those <laughs> slaves back." <laughs> the, the guests have to go back to the guest's house. Let's work as hard as we ever can, so we never have to work again. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost our southern demographic Ooh, sorry man, man, this is our second slavery joke in this episode I, I swear ladies and gentlemen one day we'll get away from the civil war era or maybe a portion of America that doesn't have to do with the civil war we literally won't like yeah. until we get Alaska Hawaii we're, we're stuck in this yeah, and we've got some great colonialism jokes coming to you folks <laughs> uh, stay tuned Fun, uh, t- I'm so sorry uh, um Technical question. Are we going to cover Puerto Rico? Yeah, we're going to cover Puerto Rico the moment that that referendum passes this year. You're right. It, it could. It very well could. Very well could. A little contemporary politics for you folks. So, being that we've covered our first of our wonderful stories of ghosts and goblins in the uh, wonderful state of Maryland, that brings me to my next one. Uh, the Covered Bridge of Jericho. Ooh. Ooh, that's right, everybody. We've got ourselves another... Haunted Bridge. And you may say, Brett, why are we covering another thing that we've covered in another state, which was a fucking haunted bridge? <laughs> I love fucking haunted bridges, everyone, and I'm going to talk the shit up about this one. I am so excited. <laughs> More importantly, does this bridge have anything to do with Chris Jericho? Uh, it does not. Uh, I did research hmm. that. There is actually no link between Y2J, WWE Superstar, and the covered Jericho Bridge. I just became a lot less interested. Yeah. (laughs) just came out and just... Thanks for nothing, Brett. So what if I could tell you, Dan, that though this has nothing to do with Chris Jericho, famed wrestler and Y2J, but was built in 1865. Hmm. Oh, wow. But they say that perhaps on this site was built a much older bridge whose year of construction was not documented. Would that catch your fancy... (laughs) What do you so first off? So no one knows uh, when it was built. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is either a ghost story or you're just telling us that they had terrible record keeping for infrastructure <laughs> projects, which is an OCD person's nightmare. <laughs> so, where's the records? Are you stating that the 19th century was not a shining beacon, beacon of national infrastructure record keeping, Dan? First off, you simpleton, it's infrastructure. Oh, excuse me. I, I've i only seen it written, not ever spoken out loud. Yes, it's still F-R-A. Fra. I am also functionally illiterate. <laughs> but, uh, no, Brett, I do not think they would be the shining beacon. <laughs> Very good. So, you may say, Brett, why have you brought up this strange bridge of unknown date of building? 
<laughs> Why did you select this out of all the glorious tales in all of the great state of Maryland? Well, Dan, what if I was to tell you that if you and I were to hop into my pristine 2008 Toyota Scion XD for a road trip across Maryland, crossing the Mason-Dixon line, that you and I, with Victor in the back seat, because he's never allowed shotgun in no my shotgun, car. No shotgun, even if he it. But I called it. Now, now permanent back seat. Doesn't count. And I raise the window that separates the back seat from the front seat that I had installed in my car. So that he cannot interact with us. That's a dream trip. I know. And there we are, finding ourselves crossing the Jericho-covered bridge in the dead of night. What mm-hmm. do you suspect would happen? <clears throat> uh, Confederate soldiers mistake us for a cannon again? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they would not mistake us for a cannon here, fortunately. No, that's a shame. We'll experience hallucinations of the end of the world. Okay, hallucinations, getting closer, ooh, getting closer. Ooh, all right, all right. Some um, Jericho at the end of times, I don't know. Uh, a cop will pull you over and find hallucinogenics in your side. <laughs> it, it is entirely possible that a cop will pull you over. I did read that on a couple places that I was researching this. Or thing. I find that the water bottle you gave me earlier was laced with LCD. <laughs> LSD. No. No. So, let's see here. According to local legend here in the uh, Jericho-covered bridge... It is alleged that a number of teenagers, sexy, sexy teenagers, folks, from um, like a CW show, <laughs> hung themselves in an angsty suicide pact ooh. from the rafters of the covered bridge. In the 19th century? It doesn't say what century it was. Because if it's 19th century, these are not CW teenagers. I know, but unless those mm. CW teenagers you're referring to are Damon and <laughs> David Salvatore... <laughs> Who was a teenager in the 19th century? <laughs> Great. Sorry, I sorry I challenged you. <laughs> uh, no problem. Uh, however, uh, there are other reports that the uh, teenagers that hung themselves in an angsty suicide pack were actually. Uh, you remember those guests that you talked about earlier? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hung by not fan of guests. Oh. Yeah. So they didn't hang themselves. No, no, no. Oh. They were they were hung by racists. What? The locals say is that if you pause on the bridge and turn all your lights off in the dead of night, on a night where the moon is dark... You see shadows. You see the hanging bodies of those that were lynched on the bridge. Wow. Yeah, whether that be sexy teenagers or actually a horrible (laughs) hate crime. Uh, I'll let our audience be the judge on that. Man. It's brutal. It's really fucking dark, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like... You know, we've got a great folksy story. It's about a hate crime, folks. Isn't that great? Why don't you go check it out? I guess hate crimes over time become folklore. I, I guess. Because I actually have another hate crime to talk about, which brings me to my next point. Uh, uh, so, yeah. The, the horrifying hanging bodies on the uh, Jericho-covered bridge. Now, there is one extra cool kind of thing that people say they see there. What's that? A one-eyed creature with a tail that protrudes, screaming a demonic scream, as if he is there searching for the souls of those teenagers that hung themselves. Who knows? It's kind of off-putting. Yeah, right? (laughs) Any way that you look at this, it's either a depressing hate crime, a depressing suicide pact, or a demonic presence. Can I I, um, paint my own fictional narrative? Please do. So, I imagine... uh, I imagine there was one man, mm-hmm. perhaps a group, but one man truly responsible for this hate crime. Yeah. And I imagine that the deed he committed 
was such a heinous act, mm -hmm. so evil at its very core. No longer just a fear of another race, not just simple bigotry, but like an actual demonically evil mm -hmm. act. I like to imagine that's his fate. And that guy is trapped there for all eternity for what he's done. Looking that... at the same bodies that we <laughs> may see every now and again with his one eye mm. trapped as this reptilian monster. Mm. Mm. That's dark as fuck. Yeah. Good. Yeah, fucking yeah, deserves that guy. Yes. Fuck him. <laughs> if there's anyone that deserves to be trapped in a hell world of a covered bridge for all eternity, it is a racist bigot hate crime committer from the 19th century. Or any century. Any century. <laughs> Literally any century. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So, creepy at fucking bridge, right? Yeah. That one's a little bit uh, more shocking than the uh, Hell Bridge from Alabama. I yeah, Hell Bridge was just, you know, you kind see, of fun. And it's fun and quirky. You see Hell. This one's like, oh, fun and quirky. It's a murder scene. <laughs> oh, here are, some, here are some bodies. Here are some bodies. And also, there's a demon guy. Watch have fun, out. Have fun, kids. But you goddamn kids, get off the goddamn bridge. The, 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 the 19th century bigot will get you. <laughs> Can't, can't you tell it's getting light, kiddos? You gotta get inside. You gotta go study your math homeworks. It's time, time, time to get to get to bed. Get to go, gotta go to goddamn bed. Why aren't you kids playing the football? So, uh, we gotta go. We gotta go to fencing practice in the morning. Excuse me. Now drink your milk, kids. Goddamn it. That's our state drink. Papa, we want to hang on the bridge. No, God damn it. No. I said, get off, I said get off the goddamn bridge. There's all those damn sexy teenagers done hung themselves there. I'm not going to have you doing that. But Charles and I are practicing our fencing. <laughs> yeah, you can practice it in the garage. Sorry, the gay garage. <laughs> all right, so that one uh, was uh, that was fucking terrible. I don't want to go to that bridge. No, no. no. So we're not stopping there. So, no, we absolutely have to stop. No, we would absolutely go there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to meet that one-eyed bigot. <laughs> Ask him if he's the bigot. And he'd like, watch that unlock something. He was like, finally, finally someone right gets out. it. I was punished for my hate crime. Yeah, you know, I, I feel really terrible about it now. Like, I, I, would, I, I scream out in anger at myself. It's me that was wrong. I'm the monster. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I thought, I bet you guys thought that we could top out there with that creepy depressing story but guess what there's even more creepy and depressing story here in the great state of maryland oh, I bet. Fucking so, great. uh this brings us to a wonderful little peninsula known as bachelor's point okay 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 that sounds like a swinging mm. fun place yeah. right where like you go to hang out with your friends and did you, you say know. swinging for a reason brett no i could see where you would think that based on the hanging implications in the last story but no, I was talking like swinging fun, sexy swinger time. No, okay, got yeah, it. Like, you know, you're, you go out with your bros to drink some, I don't know, scotch. Milk. Milk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, state's drink. Hang out on the peninsula, watch the tide come in, maybe. Right? That's that's what I think when I think yeah, of that. Yeah, obviously. There could be nothing else further from the truth, because this is actually the scene of an Indian massacre. Oh, oh, of course. Here we go. Oh, God. So, anyway. What part of America isn't, am I right? So, uh, this comes on the banks of the Choptank River in Denton, uh, in Caroline County, Maryland. And this is actually the location of an infamous mass suicide of Native Americans. Mass suicide? Right, so... what protests of the war? Uh, no, actually. Uh, this area is located near what was once an Algonquin village. Oh, Right? Hmm. Probably heard, I've heard that name before. Yeah. Predominant uh, Native American tribe, yeah. right? So, there, there they are. They're all going about their day, fishing and 
skinning and whatnot, <laughs> as they <laughs> are wont to do. Putting feather earrings on. Uh-huh. I'm basing this all off of what I've seen white culture appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my children go in their teepee in their bedroom, which is not a gross appropriation of culture whatsoever. I drew a buffalo on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. keeping with the spirit. I guess, sorry, bison. <sighs> I hung, uh, they, they keep making these little string dream catchers. <laughs> it's, it's all really offensive when you really think yeah, about it. Yeah, I was say. <laughs> so, uh, there they are, out fishing, enjoying their wonderful rural lives when a rival tribe arrives in town ready to wipe this village off the face of the fucking map they're all pissed off because they're you know a different tribe right of course you gotta fuck those other guys they do things slightly differently than we do wait they came there to fuck them well they're women and children according to the article that i read which seems wrong okay so, uh, the male villagers know that they cannot withstand this war party approaching. Sure. Uh, okay. They know that they can at least hold them off to give the women and children time to get away uh, before they're abducted back to, you know, the rival village. And they make their last stand on the riverbank, uh, okay. giving the women and children time to leave. And as they are surrounded by the rival Native American tribe... Rather than giving them the satisfaction of killing them on the field of battle, hmm. they all decide to chant and hold hands together and sink into the river and fucking drown themselves despite their enemies. Oh, so they drown themselves. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. This is uh, really dark. So, so is the myth that people hear chanting at night? Exactly. Okay. Uh, if you come to this bachelor's point uh, at midnight or on a moonlit night, supposedly... You can hear their chants as they enter the water, and it gets softer and softer, representing them drowning. Interesting, hmm. right? Yeah, this is a really, also really dark ghost story. What if, not a ghost story, mm-hmm. what if the chant was a, a magic mm-hmm. chant that was somehow uh, transcend time? Maybe. Hmm. However, there are also reports of people that uh, go here also see floating bodies in the river. Oh, I oh. doubt you'd want to send your body through time. Yeah, probably yeah. not. That would kind of defeat the purpose of time travel. Your words, I'd understand, if you were trying to teach a, or send a message. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Also, this isn't a time travel podcast, so... Yeah. More to come on that note. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Bachelor's Point. Tragic Native American mass suicide location. You know, though, uh, I definitely wasn't picturing that when you said suicide... Yeah, that's a that's a that's a surprise. That's not a movie, right? It's a that would be a, a really heart wrenching and awful scene, like a good short film. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the group of warriors that protect their village from the like ravaging you know, other village. Yeah, and it's starring Tom Cruise. Yeah, he would. Because you have to put. I mean, the Last Samurai. I mean, who else are you gonna put? The, yeah, we yeah. need him as the last need, Algonquin. We need Algonquin. Uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, definitely Brad Pitt. Obviously. Uh, famed Mexican. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like the cast of Ocean's Eleven. Chinese wall defender. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of experience There's playing ethnic that. roles as a Caucasian man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We probably want Edward that. Norton as well. De- yeah, yeah, definitely. He uh, he fits the part. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, what the hell's know. wrong with our history? I don't know. I, like... All right, I'm gonna get to something less depressing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, guys, I, seriously, it's less. It's it's like a sliding scale of depression. I'm. Mean, it's getting better. Okay. Yes. So, how familiar are you guys with the assassination of Abraham Lincoln? Never heard of him. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, you mean the despot who's uh, got his heels? <laughs> the despot from the song. Uh, it's the guy with a hat, right? Hated yeah, tyrants yeah. of the north. Hated yeah, tyrants yeah, yeah. of the north. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, Man. as everyone knows, uh, President Lincoln was taking in a wonderful showing of our American cousin when he was assassinated by the uh, famed actor John Wilkes Booth. Basically, the equivalency of uh, Tom Cruise killing Barack Obama. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, I would say, yeah, though, yeah, right. <laughs> you say Tom Cruise because he wasn't famous at his time. His brother was more famous, so I feel like it'd be like a, one of the Baldwin brothers. Billy Baldwin, <laughs> Billy Baldwin <laughs> killed Obama because they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and that's right, everybody. I'm still referring to Barack Obama as our president. I can't imagine why. <laughs> wait, wait. All, all you can really say is uh, six semper tyrannis. You know exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, everyone knows that part of the story, but what not everybody realizes is that. John Wilkes Booth didn't get caught right away. He did not. He did not. I know this story. Yeah, he uh, jumped off of the balcony after... Uh, six sh- Semper Tyrannus. Six Semper Tyrannus, you piece of shit, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and I shot you right in your stovetop. <laughs> that shut you up real good. Mrs. Lincoln, you could you confirm that he... Is he dead? Okay, good. I'm, just... I'm really sorry that I had to do that next year. That looks like a mighty fine yeah. dress. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this uh, Maryland parent the one that assassinates the president? Maryland has but like three voices, man. You you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm okay with this. I also like that everyone in Maryland has manners, even though they assassinated someone. You know, who's really <laughs> apologized about her dress. So I... They also have an accent, though. Is that a Marylander accent? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Maryland accent's real weird. Like, instead of wash machine, it's wash machine. That just Oof. sounds like you are illiterate if you say Well, that. it's the washer. You gotta Oof. put things in the washer. It sounds like a weird Canadian It sounds spin. like you've been kicked by a horse. Uh, they say <laughs> hun a lot. Hun? Hun. Like honey? Like hun. Hun. Hmm. I don't like that. It's weird. <laughs> it's uh, like they're slowly getting rid of their southern drawl. Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's almost a, an appropriation of Yankee talk. Huh. Fascinating. So, <laughs> anyway, John sorry. Booth leaps down in a dramatic Six flourish. There he goes off the bat. Ow! <laughs> Shattering his leg. Yeah, my leg. <laughs> Thank you, Foley artist. I feel like we're on the the shores of Lake Wobegon right now. Talking. <laughs> So, uh, sorry he, I ruined the play. I gotta get out of here. Off he runs <laughs> into the wilds of Maryland. <laughs> so many trees and Orioles. Oh man, what a bad place! <laughs> and there, a doctor, a doctor who oh, could help him. Thank God, this, this house is so nice. And oh, what massive guest quarters! Hello, <laughs> Doctor Samuel Mudd, at your service, oh, sir. I I need you. My leg, it 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 shattered. I'm a doctor, a man of science. I'll fix that leg, he oh, says. Of course, thank you. Setting his leg in a cast, Dr. Samuel Mudd, not knowing that he is treating famed Billy Baldwin-style actor John Wilkes Booth, recent presidential assassin, <laughs> sets that leg right on course and lets him go about his business. Oh, that's beautiful, noise. Doc. Thank you. I'm going to get out of here real quick, though. Toot sweet. Yeah, he didn't even pay me. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so off he trots to where he is eventually caught in a barn and shot to death by the uh, Union Army. Ow. <laughs> Ow. That's, that's your Foley sound? Yeah. I don't think you got much out of him. That's good. Yeah. So uh, there he is shot to death. Uh, but, you know, that's his the end of his story. Yeah. There are six other people involved in this assassination attempt, five of which are hung. Oof. Dr. Mudd gets lumped in there with these people. He sure does. As the guy that fixed the assassin's leg. Upholding the Hippocratic Oath. What the fuck? Literally his only... Like, he has to. Do no harm. Exactly. Oh, but beyond that, a a famous saying came from all that. Yeah. 
you fucked up, man, and we're going to put you in prison for the rest of your life for committing an accident. Close. Uh, the term was actually, uh, his name is Mud. Oh, yeah. When you ever yeah. said, like, oh, you, you know, your name is Mud here. Yeah. When yeah. you go from being humble country doctor to hated enemy of the state. And from then on, all U.S. doctors swore an oath never to not do free health care. <laughs> <laughs> solid jab, Victor. A solid little... <laughs> that, was, that was good. See, also... Look. No one, I've noticed, uh, no one historically has been named John Wilkes anymore. I know, right? Wilkes, Except yeah. for my son, John Wilkes Jarnigan. <laughs> what a terrible name. <laughs> so, uh, there he is in, in Samuel Mudd's Man. house, lying with his shattered leg on his bed. And then he leaves. You would think, end of ghost story, right? Yeah, is that not? Yeah. According to legend, John Wilkes Booth haunts this house, though he did not die in it. Hmm. Very strange. Why would he haunt it? I have no idea. That was where he was probably happiest. Yeah, it's like, I killed the president. Fuck yes. I got away. Double fuck yes. This guy's fixing my leg and I'm going to ditch the bill. (laughs) Triple fuck yes. Yes. I'm going to live forever as a hero. (laughs) And uh, Mm. of course, you know, we all know how that ends. Uh, He, uh, however, the outline of his body is supposed to lay on this bed no matter how many times the linens are changed. Is there a photo of it? Yeah, you can look this up online. <clears throat> what if he's doomed to repeat that night over and over again, and that's what happens? Doctor, it, you, you gotta help me. <laughs> we don't need a repeat on this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so a human-shaped spot on the bed in the mud house. Hmm. Creepy thing, right? Okay, I know I told you that we were going in the descending order of sadness. Uh, I just want to give you one other fun fact about Samuel Mudd. He was eventually pardoned uh, and brought back to the U.S., where uh, in January of 1883... Uh, as he was trekking through the snow in Maryland to to uh, cure a patient who was ill in the God, he rural kept country, going? yeah, he catches pneumonia on this trip into the woods and fucking dies. Poor guy. See, he dies helping people, and everyone's like, "Fuck this guy! <laughs> it's terrible." So, uh, this brings us to our last and final installment of the Ghouls and Goblins here in uh, Maryland. Hang on, this is very important. Uh, they're not wrong. What do you mean they're not what? wrong? I, every single picture. Now, granted, these are all so low res, but there's a dent in the same spot. That is a John Wilkes Booth-shaped dent if I've ever seen one. Holy shit. And I've seen a lot of John Wilkes Booth-shaped dents in my life. God damn it, this is going to be an obsession of mine now. Just looking I know. for it. <laughs> so, I know that we've talked a lot about depressing things. And the last one is definitely not the most depressing. You're lying. Uh, this brings us to the lying. glorious field of battle at Antietam. <laughs> oh, I almost talked about Antietam in the yeah. beginning. I'm glad I didn't. Well, Antietam is also known as the bloodiest day in the American sure Civil War. Sure was. Fought in September of 1862. Uh, this is the high water mark of the South. Uh, okay. This is probably... Oh, that's actually one of the also turning points in the Civil War in which the uh, South begins to lose. That is a horrible photo that you pulled up of John Wilkes Booth shooting Abraham Lincoln, by the way. That's a really terrible drawing. Yeah. Look, that's the best they had at the time. Okay, yeah. you know, they could have got a better artist. That's one I just like the school. John Wilkes Booth looks like a, a, a just a tiny person with a giant yeah. head. Looks like he was hiding it's in that like, flag the whole time. He's got a knife, like he's gonna fucking stab. <laughs> we're gonna and yeah, we'll we'll post this picture. Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't understand why we have this when Winslow Homer was alive. Who could have illustrated that? Anyway, sidebar. The Battle of Antietam. Uh, sidebar. Weird. <laughs> yeah. 
Battle of Antietam. 23,000 men die or are wounded in this battle okay. in one fucking day. Did you know 100% of them were Americans? Yeah. <laughs> I did know that, Dan. And in this battle, the Confederates find a break in the battlefield. They think, well, by golly, we'll take these slaves back and we'll win states' rights. Uh, guests. Oh, excuse they me. They take the guests back. There they find themselves a break <laughs> in the battlefield, which is a sunken road, which they begin hmm. to fill, to shoot from. It was the Underground Railroad. It, you know, that actually not underground. <laughs> Fun not- fact. <laughs> Wait, what? No, there was trains that went under the country. Right? <laughs> They're called that's, subways now. That's why, but... yeah, that's why New York has so many. I, I'm not going to even correct that. Uh, <laughs> there they found themselves in a shooting gallery, firing out of the sunken road. What they did not realize was that the Union actually had a height advantage and began to fucking massacre them. <laughs> uh, this sunken road gets Damn. filled with the dead to the point in time where you could walk across it. So imagine yourself in a divot in a road which would fit a horse and buggy with the road on either side if you were to look left or right. A trench filled with uh, dead combat, dead and dying combatants. Uh, this it sounds like a no man's land that they weren't prepared for. Yeah, it was like, oh, here's a great spot to fight this battle. Oh, shit, that was a terrible idea. And now we're all dying. Better funnel more guys. (laughs) Oh. So both sides do this, and they fight over who can take the sunken ditch. Uh, Why? It had no very little tactical advantage from what I can tell. Uh, But I digress. This is probably the most fucking haunted place in all of Maryland because about twenty thousand people die on this battlefield. Uh, That's a lot of unfulfilled goals. Yeah, exactly. So in the thinking of this is how ghosts work, that is a gold mine for ghost activity. A ghoul mine. (laughs) (laughs) So they say that they're in the sunken road that you can hear a tune that sounds suspiciously like a Christmas song. You're probably all thinking it's probably O Maryland. That's actually not it. It's not O Maryland? The song being... Fa la 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 la. Right? That sounds weird. Deck the halls. Deck the halls. However, what that is believed to historically be. I smell some racist lyrics. Actually, not at all. Okay. Irish Gaelic song. Oh, okay. Because there was was an Irish brigade that stormed the, the sunken trench and forced the Confederates out and turned the day. And this is their victory song. Hang on. Uh-huh. Irishmen fighting in the Federal Army against Southerners. Believe that. Win the day. Believe that. We hear their victory song in the sunken road. 22,000 people died mm-hmm. in that trench. Not in the trench, on the battle. On the battlefield. On the battlefield. Okay. But enough people die in the trench to fill the trench. Which is so enough people die in the trench to fill the trench, and we hear the ghosts of the victors of that <laughs> battle? <laughs> yes. That's bullshit. Yeah, you'd think it would be the screams of the anguished. Which, fun fact, you can mm. also apparently hear. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, better. Maybe that yes. makes sense. Now, you're probably thinking, that's probably it. There's one extra thing in this field of battle, which was the famed St. Paul Episcopal Church, used as the field hospital. And you're thinking, yeah, hospital, that's probably fine. Ugh. Actually, most Civil War uh, wounded died in a field hospital because they had infections. Yep. Uh, being an amputation was really the only thing you could do to a soft musket ball being shot into your body. Uh, so this place is uh, apparently 
Blood is seeps through the floor and on the walls, and you hear the squeak, screams of the anguished wounded dying from both sides because they would operate on both sides of there. Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. Still so, Americans. Still Americans, yeah. Still people. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Fucking terrible Wait, shit. is that free healthcare? Mm, I don't know if it's necessarily free. That's a good point. <laughs> so, mm. there we go. Wow. What do you think is the worst out of all those? Just out of curiosity. That was, yeah, no, I didn't, that was long. John I apologize. Though. Yeah. Was before John yes. yeah, That's right. why. So yeah. it was free. Mm-hmm. But the at time. was still alive. Yeah. But you'd, you'd have to get your hands sawed off. And it's like, no, I just have pink eye. <laughs> yeah, I got to take that yeah, shit out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the story of the ditch is clearly the most disturbing story, but the haunting is so incredibly lame for what it is. Yeah. Well, the screams of the dying, but also the the Gaelic song is sad. I mean, you got to think these guys probably also died in this charge too. Yeah, but, but I went. would like to feel like if you went into that road, that ditch, that part of the battlefield, that you would feel like a force pushing you or like the struggle or something. Like a choking. Yeah, thing. something like, like that. Overwhelming despair is what I'd imagine. And really all of these places. Or if you could walk through that gap. That would be kind of terrifying. The gap where everyone died? Yeah. I just couldn't imagine either going... I know that ghosts don't work that way, but... yeah. Either, <laughs> you don't know. You know who knows. Going through the Jericho Bridge, where something horrifyingly traumatic happened, or Bachelor's Point, where men gave their lives to save their family, or the ditch <laughs> filled with the dead <laughs> Civil War veterans. God, everything is sad. I'm going with the yeah. bridge. I'm going. With, the bridge is awful. The bridge has a better haunt to it. It does have a better haunt. It also ties into this endemic racist history that our custom our, our country has uh which is greatly depressing to someone that loves history but you can't really hide those things you know you shouldn't hide you, them. Yeah, exactly no, the only way you learn from those things is to never let that kind of thing happen again oh, yeah it was so, beautiful beautiful sentiment i know that we made a lot of guest jokes there i'm yeah. sorry folks that was all bad. yeah you know <laughs> let's just take let's just take a quick moment to say uh you know, we may make jokes, um, and if we ever cross that line, I, I hope you know that we're all adult enough that if you tell us, we, we, you will have our true apologies. Mm-hmm. Not Victor, like... though. He's a piece of shit. Nor, nor Bumpkin, Ethan Watford. <laughs> he speaks for himself. That's very true, and only himself. So, good time to take a break from the depression? Yeah, yeah. I would say yes. And then okay. I can give you guys the whole... Horrible story that's been giving me a nightmare for two days that Ethan gave me to read. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Can't wait. Okay. Well, we'll see you in a bit, guys. Great. Hey, come on down to Wrigley's closeout sale. Because you know where dreams are made of, where they used to be. Come get whips, 50% off. We're so crazy, we're lion taming them. Come on down and get as many, I don't, you got rings and popcorn machine. Price is so crazy, a clown wouldn't even buy them. I don't, what, what's the point of this, Al? Okay, I, all right. Well, anyways, come on down to Ringling Brothers Closeout Sale on Simi Fairgrounds, Saturday through... We didn't get Sunday? No? Okay, okay, Saturday. We're we're probably closed by the time you hear this.
right. So Ethan gave me some of his notes here. And this one's a little odd. Um, Brett, you talked about haunted bridges. There was a lot of stuff like that. Wait, can you actually read Ethan's notes? I I mean, it's like symbols and stuff, but it gave me the key. Do you guys have Ethan's key? He has a key? Yeah, that's how that works. God damn it. That's why. That's so strange. That's why. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times I think it's notes about the show when you guys give me the disc, but it's really just, hey, Victor, you suck. And then I'm like, oh, I just spent an hour deciphering that. Thanks, Ethan. He once handed me a stack of eight and a half by 11 photographs of himself with red X's across his face. It's not terrifying. <laughs> of himself. <laughs> of himself. I don't know if he gets it. I don't understand. He gets really into the mythology of this show a little huh. bit. We should probably not cross him. No, definitely no. not. Nay. No. <laughs> so, Marilyn apparently has this famous thing, is the goat man. So, stories began a long, long time ago, according to Dr. Barry Pearson. Hang on there. You're going to try to talk to me about a goat man. We already covered a goat man statue back in Alabama. There's a Goatman statue in Alabama, and there's also something in South Carolina. This is the famed Goatman, though. This like, is the Goatman. This is the Goatman. Like this one came goat man. from, like, there's people have added their stories to this, which I will get to. So there's, the reason I say it's Maryland is because according to Dr. Barry Pearson, folklorist at the University of Maryland, which happens to be the Prince uh, George's County and is home to the Goatman archive. But the <laughs> story is really kicking the gear when the 50s and 60s, when the Goatman having his heyday. So let me explain the myth first, and I'll kind of show you Before different Before you stories. go to that, I wasn't ready to call Victor on his bullshit. I just searched the term Goatman by itself. The first thing, Goatman, Maryland. Sightings, all this crazy stuff there. There's mixed things with that. So a lot Oh, no. Yeah, it's terrifying. That photos. is awful. That looks like the bad guy, or the, well, not really the bad guy, but the main character thing from the Labyrinth. Or not Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, was, anyway, yeah. Victor, sorry. So, we're, we're no, you're going. fine. So the reason this got really famous, and this is the kind of creepy part, in 1971, a puppy named Ginger met a grisly end in the city of Bowie. Reporter Ivan Goldberg covered the incident in the Washington Post. Basically, this dog was found decapitated, and all over the murder scene in the snow were hoof prints. So all over, the bloody hoof prints all over. The myth has evolved more and more. So there's more myths where... There's a woman that crashed off a bridge, and that bridge I'll bring up to later, and all that was left was her decapitated body and bloody footprints all over the murder. Footprints. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so basically the goat man, apparent to legend in Wikipedia, which is our main source for all this show. Wikipedia is always right, everyone. Yep, the goat man is an axe-wielding, half-animal, half-man creature that was once a scientist who worked at Bentsville Architecture Research, sorry, Agricultural Research Center, the tale holds that he was experimenting on goats, so one experiment backfired and he was mutilated, become a goat-like human. Um, the, <laughs> the university has kind of explained that there's different variations on the story, one that involves Satan and others that are more DNA experiments conducted on people and himself. Uh, basically, what this is, and people have constantly reported, a uh, half-man, half-goat wielding an axe wanders the woods and attacks people and comes out at night. This is where it kind of gets interesting in the... Basically, in the 60s and the 50s, they used it as in Lover's Lane. So when teenagers would drive off to Lover's Lane. Are you goddamn kids quit making out in Lover's Lane? Uh, you're here. not going to catch me, old man Wilkins. Wee. The goat man pent up with rage and obviously not acceptance <laughs> would throw rocks at teenagers' cars <laughs> or would scare them off. With You would find a scratch marks on your car. So similar to the hook man and a lot of other stories. Or it's, we talked a little bit about in Tennessee, something similar to this. Huh. So that kind of picked up more and more. The goat man also, like Lover's Lane, typically mauling a teenager's car with a rock or an axe instead of pursuing romance. He's often spotted near uh, Fletchertown Road 
and Lots Ford Road, and all this in the same county. Um, the thing that's kind of interesting, the other stuff you were talking about, it seems like Maryland's really upset with obsessed with bridges because there's also Crybaby <laughs> Cry Bridge. Uh-huh. So what that is, there's rumors that the goat man hangs around over there, but apparently there's a bridge you can drive in Maryland. What would you guys think you would hear when you drive over this bridge? Crying babies. Crying babies, correct. So there's a myth that the woman basically, there's it's kind of evolved in different levels. The one that's really sad is that KKK members would take uh, African-American babies and throw them over the bridge. What the And you could still hear their crying at night. So basically, Jesus. a lot of people, you can look this up. There's YouTube videos about it, everything, where people will drive over the bridge, turn off the car, and they all claim that you can hear it. It sounds like a baby is under your car crying. Scientists still haven't been able to kind of pick what's going on with this. And it's funny because these two myths are tied together a lot. So people put these hand in hand. But ever since you brought up your stories, it kind of makes sense that these little myths have kind of traveled around the yeah. state. Because this is all in the southern part of the state. So weird that Maryland has two racist bridges. Yeah. <laughs> but only two. But <laughs> I just think it's important we limit them. That's and that's fascinating. They also have a diner called Kissing Cousins. Oh, that's not surprising. I just wanted to say it because I feel like we needed something light for a moment. I, yeah, yeah, I right? think we like this. So there's actual facts with this Goatman, and there's people that actually research it. And a lot of people say the stories kind of evolve and go into different places with it, and like it's kind of elaborated. But mostly, it's a story to keep teenagers scared to go out, right? And then No, uh-uh. Hugging Molly is there to keep yeah. kids and teenagers <laughs> exactly. scared. She'll hug this, you and yell at you. This guy will decapitate this, yeah. you. Like, I'm looking at pictures of this thing. It's pretty terrifying. And I am ah. horrified. Yeah. What is so interesting to me about this is that there are specific locations and dates tied to this where it's like, this guy was a scientist. This he was, was in a he paper worked here. in 1971. This was in a paper of seventy one, where wow. Goatman by lo- and local residents, multiple people said it killed the dog. And then Pearson goes on to say, bored teenagers kept the Goatman legend alive and repeating the story and suggesting that the creature attacks couples frequently uh, local lovers laid. Yeah, that's the article I pulled up too as well. It's just it's two so teenagers making looking. out in a car <laughs> and, and a creepy Goatman <laughs> just pops up. That'll be on Twitter for y'all. Oh boy, <laughs> this is fascinating. Um, yeah, I love the links that we can go to to keep teenagers from fucking each other <laughs> when they should be in school. We should actually just encourage it as long as they're doing it safely. Exactly. Yeah. Like talk about condoms and safe sex. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Okay, whoa. condoms. Right, come yeah, on. they're terrible. No one likes condoms. But <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But let's let's be real. But do you think that's all the Goatman is? Is just to keep teenagers in the like keep it in their pants? The thing that other stories point out Why would they kill a dog? He's blamed for murders. So some people are like, he's blamed for murders early on before that 70s incident. But the dog is the one that, like, written in a paper, Goatman killed this dog. So they were <laughs> like, like, well, we think he killed people. But yeah. god damn it, he killed someone's dog. Yeah. It's like in a horror movie when the dog dies, and then you really hate the bad guy. It's really hard it's like, because when you look at it, there's constant people who grew up in Maryland claim that the story has evolved in different ways. Where a woman's crashed off the bridge... And he killed her there, and all they found was the bloody hoof prints. And that's why you also hear the crying for some reason. That's why he hangs out at that bridge. But also it's though, a source of all this. Crybaby Bridge is also just as horrifying, though, on its that, own. That, to me, is terrifying. And on its, like, man, on its own, when I read it, that was the more creepy one. And I can kind of read a little part from that. I feel like I'm going to, I'm gonna uh, while, while we continue this discussion, I'm going to go ahead and message my mother. 
and my cousin in Maryland yeah. and see what they think about the goat man. This is as live as we're going to get with an actual Marylander, folks. Yeah, so here to a blogger, basically a horrible story. They're all teenagers, like, haha, it's not a real thing. Crybaby Bridge is just, we all laugh it off, just thinking we're trying to scare us. To prove the story, my aunt took us down the road to the bridge in the middle of the night and parked. Turned off the headlights, killed the engine, totally. My cousins and I were frightened. Being silly 13-year-old girls, we didn't think a million years that we'd actually hear the horrifying wail of a newborn just outside the truck's window. It seemed to be coming underneath the vehicle, under the bridge. My aunt even seemed terrified herself. We ended up firmly turning the car on and driving home. The four was literally shaking, barely saying a word. And Ooh. if you look up the crying bridge, there's a ton of like night uh, YouTube videos where people are driving. I personally have not listened to them because I was like, this is a little weird to kind of listen through. Yeah, um, I'm going to wait till daytime. A, yeah. <laughs> no, we have to listen at night. You know we do. All right, we're going to listen to these things at the end of this episode, and we're going to talk about this on social media, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. So, so, so first off, Brett, uh, as our resident pagan, uh, okay. How much Satan? What do you, what do you got? For how me? much Satan involvement do you do you feel in this? Uh, none. None. No. Zero. Zero. People being decapitated. Okay, by- satanic iconography. Yes. Okay, I can see a little bit of that, but in as in as much as it is just uh, a goat man which is closely identified with Baphomet. Uh, The decapitation, that is, no, not really. Uh, I I, I hate to think of what most people think of modern Satanism as being uh, related to what you see in horror movies. It's actually much more, really, it's actually a little bit more boring than that. (laughs) It's mostly identifying yourself as being an awakened force and that really being all there is. Or viewing uh, the idea of Satan himself as being kind of like a Prometheus figure that brought self-awareness to humanity. Yeah, Not thanks necessary. for that, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, I I don't personally feel any pangs of Satanism, but do I feel pangs of satanic panic in this? Yes, I could absolutely see that. So, in for the those, same way, Dungeons and Dragons was. Satanic. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, I see that too. Okay, so first off, let's let's go down the line. Does anyone think that a goat could have just accidentally decapitated a dog? No, no, I don't believe it. A science experiment either could evolve into someone being a. Well, goat we're man. talking now. That came or out in the seventies, right? That that science part of the story. No, the science part of the story is the origin of the story. That's the origin. That's the, story. Yeah, the dog 70s. getting capitated is the seventies. The fifties and sixties, they say that. Oh, even better to yeah. my point. So, so yeah. post World War Two oh, yeah. hysteria. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, everyone was afraid of scientists because the Correct. scientists gave us the Manhattan Project. They gave us the Correct. bomb. Yeah. The sword of Damocles. Is still dangling above our heads. They they even reference it in uh, the gun (laughs) has been sitting by your head since birth. And if the gun is there, do you notice it? Those who were born with the gun next to them don't even notice the. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. We're not we're not hardcore historians. We are simply fans of hardcore (laughs) history. (laughs) But but. The time frame makes perfect sense for that scientist story to come out. Yeah. I could so see that. Also, the legend of the goat man is goes all the way back to Greece. Like that's it's a huge thing. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, a satyr. A satyr, a yeah, satyr, a satyr is, is old. like yeah, yeah that's but old. The worst a satyr is going to do is fuck you. Yeah, 
Is that really? Is that, yeah, that, that's pretty much that's what the Brett's Seder like horror. <laughs> that's so, what the Seder meant this. It's a horny goat, man. He wants to fuck you. What's the big deal? So you're into it. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't think I'd be into it. It's a goat wiener. Uh, by the way, good news, guys. As live as it gets, uh, my mother is currently texting back. I see the typing. Okay. <laughs> a live Marylander, folks. Uh, but anyway, yeah, because I moved when I was far too yeah. young, so I, I don't know this story. But... Um, okay, okay, okay. Let's think the about last this. sighting to clarify the facts is the 71, 1971 story. That's so the like last sighting. That's the last sighting known let's, thing that Let's go a step that. further. When is the first Maryland story of the Goatman? What year? The problem is they don't say a year. Everyone in the stories always begin surfacing a long, long time ago. Oh, I trust uh, that, so that more. That's the I trust prop- that more. See, and that's when, and like basically, uh, based on like the University of Maryland, the stories were very popular in the 50s and 60s. That's where they really picked up the Lover's Lane thing, and that's where they added that. So it's hard; it gets diluted over time. Yeah, that's like, like gets, Mr. Hook Hand, though. Yeah, yeah that's and those like handed convicts coming for you, teenagers. Yeah, you and that's where it gets CW teenagers. basically because the radio. Maybe, maybe, maybe because someone takes a story they heard over the you know late night program. Well, but also or, think of think of a uh, War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. Where back then, disc jockeys, they were all too happy to fuck with people. I know, it was really a simpler time where a j- disc jockey could say whatever they wanted with no recourse. Okay, alright, I got a response. <clears throat> so my mother does not know Crybaby Bridge. Okay. okay. First thing, don't know Crybaby Bridge, but there were always rumors or stories about the research center and the weird secret stuff that happened there. Oh, Goat shit. Goatman was an urban legend. Yeah. Oh, shit. But that makes sense. what research center... That would be the, the one, one that the scientists yeah. worked at. The one that the, the agricultural... What is it called? Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Because we're doing some CSI shit here. <laughs> right now. We're, we're getting triangulating the signal. We're backtracing. Okay. <laughs> so it was in Betts, uh, Bettsville, Maryland. And uh, let me see. What was the... Oh, I'm getting bated breath here. Hurry up, Victor. God damn it, you're a sound guy, I'm, not a I'm, researcher. you got to <laughs> hack into the mainframe. I, there's no mainframe. It's just Ethan's notes that are decrypting it. I'm sorry. He just has Ethan written over and over Bettsville, again. <laughs> Bettsville Architectural Research Center. That doesn't sound Wait, like what, what are they researching. Oh, sorry, ar- <laughs> agricultural. Sorry, excuse me. So they're researching agriculture. Agricultural recent. Yeah. Maybe this is like some weird like proto Monsanto Corp thing. <laughs> so my thought is Beltsville. Beltsville uh, yeah. Agricultural. So, so we're dealing with a state here. Yeah. Whose drink is milk. My God, he's right. But is it goat's milk? The state's drink, milk. That's the where it's come from. An agricultural accident. A mysterious research center. What were they researching? Goats. Why the fuck would you research goats? Yes, like that. <laughs> Don't we know all there is to know about fucking goats? Oh. And when I say that, I mean not having sex with goats. I'm, I very Why never... was anyone going to think that? <laughs> so, I, no one was thinking that. Okay. That's also, really strange. Fun fact, Beltsville is right between Baltimore and Washington, D.C. Huh, right in the middle. So, what do you guys think about this one? We've done our, our little research on this independently live in the moment on this show. What do you feel about it? We gotta, you know we have to Mulder Scully this thing. I know we do, but I, I'm still 
I'm I'm debating mentally on this one because well, that's too bad. Without a satanic origin, it almost feels fake to me. Right? Satan- I can clarify you- that the verification the that ver- variation of the story is basically a scientist named Stephen Fletcher through very like suggests supernatural involvement with the devil. So somehow made a deal with him and be- to get I guess his research going through, and probably that's like his punishment. But that's it. Does there's nothing on that part? It's all like everyone that says it is weird. Science experiments happen. Dude became a half goat man, or they made a goat into a half man. Why would they ever do that? And also, how lame of a deal with Satan. I mean, you're talking to Lucifer, the light bringer. You're talking to the man downstairs himself, and you say, "Lucifer, buddy, my man, old scratch, please. All I want to do is give you my soul." I gotta get a research paper published about goats. Can you do that one for yeah, that, that's me? Can you do of course me? I can. Of course <laughs> I can. I'm gonna put the Maryland Agricultural Research Center on the map with this goat research that I've made. Yes, it's gonna be a breakthrough hit, don't you think, Satan? Yes, dear boy. <laughs> of course it'll be a hit. And I'm sure there's something you can give me in exchange. Well, yeah, my immortal soul. Oh, no, 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 dear me. That's far too much. Something so simple. How about I give you something else that you weren't asking for? That sounds fine. Ah, Gee willikers, that's swell. This is the 1950s. Good, may I see your temples for but a moment? Please, touch my face with your creepy Satan hands. You're going to feel a small pinch. That tickles. All right, now I'm going to stretch these out. Oh my. Ah, yes, beautiful antlers. Oh, but that face won't do. Ah, that's a goat face now. (laughs) There we have it, folks. That's the answer. Yeah, my mom says the research uh, center, Beltsville itself is not creepy, but the research center has always seemed spooky. Weird DNA stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Weird DNA, DNA stuff. stuff. Wow. So, what is it, folks? Is it a satanic supernatural occurrence or is it a science fiction experiment gone awry? I'm putting this to a vote with a sliding scale of Mulder to Scully right now. All right. Okay, Victor, you presented, so you're going last. <laughs> I'm not going first because I don't want to. Dan Barron, local <sighs> Marylander. All right. What's it going to be? All right. All right, I am going to say I am dead center between Scully and Mulder. You're on this one? Okay, one to ten, one being Scully, Mm -hmm. do not believe, ten being Mulder, I want to believe. You're right, it's I want to believe. It's not just I believe, it's I want to believe. I'll be a seven. So you went from middle to seven. I'm going to go with seven because I want to believe in this goat man. Yeah. But without a satanic origin, it just feels phony. Okay. You know? With, you with... wanted the satanic origin story. Oh, hold on though. Before we... Uh, oh, my sister has never heard of a goat man. Okay. Your sister is not from Maryland. Okay. Well, <laughs> interesting. So, you're, yeah. a, you're a I'm seven. A, I'm a solid seven. Okay. Uh, in, in the... You know, there's a, there's a step above a ten, right? Yeah. Okay. Like an 11. Yeah, there's always time. There's, you can be a smoking man. Yeah, exactly. Like smoking <laughs> man is you buy it whole hook, yeah, line, and center. Not only do you, you buy it whole, line, and center, you know. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, Victor. Where do you fall? I am Scully. Yeah? All on this, yeah. Like a one Scully or like a four a Scully? One. Like the fact that even Dan brought it up was like, you know, after the World War, like I'm like, yeah. 
I totally believe people are like, you know, scientists in the center and it's really creepy area and people just making up stuff on their board. And then I honestly believe a group of teenagers killed that dog and all just claimed that it was a goat man. I honestly think some what weird twisted dark... kid did that. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, but then again, we've seen how twisted Maryland is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of their stories are kind of the same thing, like haunted bridges or like weird little dark. It all comes uh, from hurting the guests. <laughs> yeah, I... I Way to laugh at that, Victor. Jesus yeah, that Christ. Was really insensitive, <laughs> you piece of garbage. Ethan would have never done that. He might have. He probably would have. No, he so, probably would have said, wow, wow, hold on. Hold on. Okay, well, actually. <laughs> so. Miss you, buddy. So, it comes down to me. Well, I am going to have to err on the side of Scully on this one, I'm afraid. Really? Really. But you left me on the Mulder side. I did. I left you on the Mulder side. I'm sorry. But I'm not as Scully as Victor is. Okay. I'm a four Scully. Okay. Number four on the sliding scale of uh, do not believe to want to believe. Yeah. I could be convinced. Yeah, okay. Eventually with the correct evidence. We're going to hunt the goat man. Now, the reason why. Victor makes some excellent points here. This story to me seems like it has every element of every other story that we've talked about in it. Yeah. As like one super legend. You got the haunted bridge. You've got the science fiction beginning. You've got a potential satanic origin story. You've got a monster. You've got a man who potentially sold his soul. You've got dog murder. That one is weird. You've got that stands out on its <laughs> yeah, own. That's one's weird. Uh, that is a really unique part to it, but I can totally see this being some d- disturbed teenager killing a dog and telling a story to write it off, and then other people hearing that story and circulating it around. Also, 50s and 60s, you got the uh, scare of atomic weaponry and fear of scientists. Yeah. Also, just going to point out some of the scientists, probably former Nazis. <laughs> just putting that out there. <laughs> Not yeah, unlikely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or escaping Nazis, uh-huh. like Germans exactly. before. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, we poached the shit out of the good ones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> in air quotes, by the way. No, no, no. We, we poached Austrians. Oh, excuse Austrians. me. Yeah. <laughs> so, going for Scully <laughs> on this one. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't see myself wanting to believe this one, because it just seems a, a little much... It's a little terrifying. It is lie. terrifying. I'm not going to lie about yeah. that. Great it's horror terrifying. movie content, I think. To me, it loses it more when you guys start asking me questions on it. Like, it's kind of all a jumbled mess as far as what I can find. It's just like, it's a real thing. But yeah. It's like a where... stew. A stew yeah. of a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they threw all the best parts of the meal, but it's yeah. still ultimately just leftovers. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. I can see it. I, I understand why yeah. you guys say it, but... There's a part I still want to believe. Is it because you're from Maryland and you don't want to give up on the uh, glory of your satanic forest creature? God damn it. It is absolutely <laughs> ours. <laughs> As our Sasquatch. Uh, hey! I know we're about to wrap this. There was no Sasquatch. I, I'm, I'm going to have to. There is one. Um, I did find one. God it's damn it. Lake. Uh, damn what it. was it? <laughs> There's uh, always a goddamn I'm Sasquatch. It's the goddamn podcast. I'm sorry. There was Sasquatch. one. Uh. <laughs> go, go on. Fucking ruin it for me, Victor. Ruin the entire state of fucking Maryland for me. 
Or, <laughs> I'm sorry. I need my phone for this one. <laughs> okay, so there's one out there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, are you really shocked though, Brett? No, I'm not. Every state has a goddamn Sasquatch. It's literally today. like the Sasquatch of Maryland was the title of the article, and it's, uh, yeah. It doesn't even have a good name. It's Alleged not, it's, it's Sasquatch. Sykesville Monster, I think it was called something uh, like that. I, I don't see anything that says that. I see Bigfoot in Maryland. God okay, so it could just be Bigfoot. Bigfoot sighting in Maryland, and there's a car in it, so i got to trust it. Yeah. <laughs> With that, uh, well, I'm going to ask to do one more thing. Okay, it's very important thing. to me as we close Maryland. Uh, I'm going to take the mic for a moment, uh, and this will be for me. There's one other thing about Maryland that we did not mention because there is no need for us to mention it because it has been well covered and it is someone that is very well known. And this man uh, calls Baltimore and calls Maryland his resting place. That very man is, of course, the man who I think gave us all an interest for folklore, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe. So I wanted to end tonight's podcast by reading a a short poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Absolutely. Alone by Edgar Allan Poe. From childhood's hour I have not been, as others were I have not seen, as others saw I could not bring, my passions from a common spring. From the same source I have not taken, my sorrow I could not awaken, my heart to joy at the same tone, and all I loved, I loved alone. Then, in my childhood, in the dawn, of a most stormy life was drawn, from every depth of good and ill, the mystery which binds me still, from the torrent or the fountain, from the red cliff of the mountain, from the sun that round me rolled in its autumn tint of gold, from the lightning in the sky as it passed me flying by, from the thunder and the storm and the cloud that took the form, when the rest of heaven was blue of a demon in my view. That was wonderful, Dan. Yeah, that's, a, that's one of my favorite ones. That was absolutely amazing, and I think that is a wonderful wrap-up to this episode about the wonderful, spooky state of Maryland. Thank you, everyone, for coming with us on this strange and twisted journey through the haunted alleyways and sunken roads of Maryland's backcountry, home of the Civil War and the doctor of a presidential assassin all the way to a potentially satanic goat man. <laughs> Huge fan. DNA modified man. I think the jury's still out on that one. But anyway, (laughs) thanks for listening, folks. I'm glad that you were able to take this strange journey with us, and we'll be coming back to you very soon with another one. Oh, yeah. We don't even know what the next state's going to be. I know. We're finally out of origin states. I know. (laughs) Guess what, folks? It's coming soon. And until then, remember, everyone, always live deliciously. (laughs) 